Welcome to the Brief Transitions Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Clavier, an engineer turned entrepreneur, mom of two, and founder of Brief Transitions Mesh Underwear. This podcast is for you if you're going through any type of transition, whether it's related to your career, parenting, or other parts of your day-to-day life. Each week, I'll have a guest or topic that shares a story, as well as actionable tips for navigating life's transitions. Now, let's get started. Welcome to the Brief Transitions Podcast. I know it's been a few weeks since I released an episode because I took the month of August off, but I'm really happy to be back here with you and on regularly scheduled programming again. This month we had a lot of vacation time planned. My family went on a trip to Greece and we were able to see some of my relatives that live in Greece and other relatives from the U.S. that we don't see as often anymore. So even my parents and some of my siblings were able to come. And it was a really nice treat to see everyone in the same place and also be by the beach. And I love going there. The food is so delicious. So (laughs) many, many benefits. And then the other trip that I took in August was to Zimbabwe. And that's part of what I wanted to talk about in this episode, because it was such an incredible experience on so many levels. And some of the lessons tie in really to everyday life. And I think they are things that you can also find applicable in your life somehow. So that's what I wanted to share today. The trip itself was really magical. We did so many different things. We went to visit different villages. We went to a lion conservation park. It wasn't just lions, an animal conservation park, but they had lions there too. I pet a baby lion cub, which was really wild. My husband said, now I can't be afraid of spiders in the house because I pet a lion. We'll see. We'll see about that. And um, yeah, so many other things. We heard so much beautiful music lots of traditional African music and song and dance and saw some different dance troops. There there were so many magical things about it. It was my first time to Africa too. So that made it even more special. Anyway, so let's get on to the different pieces that I found so lovely and that are lessons that I am holding in my heart. The first one is gratitude. So after traveling there for two weeks and we did stay in a main house that we traveled out from, kind of like a home base. But when we stayed in the villages, there was really very little amenities. Some places, the floors in the hut were dirt. And then in other places, well, most of them, they don't have running water. The women usually walk quite a distance to get water for the village and use it for that day for cooking and bathing and everything. So my gratitude spans so many things. The main one that I thought of when I was writing this list was, was the water. Because in one of the villages in particular, they walk an hour each way to go get the water and bring it back. And I'm just so grateful for running water. And I just, I've seen it before, but 
when you come home from a trip like that and you see running water again, I mean, part of me is so appreciative and part of me worries about the waste that we have in our lives sometimes. So I've just been really, really grateful for that. And I think I really do believe that we can find something to be grateful for all the time in our lives. There's always something. I mean, just for being here in this life and any and all of the things that you have in your day-to-day life, it's really important to practice gratitude. So that was something that I was reminded of on this trip in a much more basic way with some of the things that I think we generally take for granted, like running water or having access to so many varieties of food. Most of the villages cook the same types of food, which is a cornmeal-based, kind of like a polenta grain, and then cooked vegetables to go with it. It's really tasty. It's really delicious. But they have that pretty much for most of their meals. So there's not really much variety. And just things like that, again, the water, the food, access to so many basics, clothing and shoes and books and everything. So gratitude has really been on my mind. I think it's going to stay with me for a while. So that's why it's first on my list. The second lesson or observation that I had was around community and how powerful it is and how the phrase, it takes a village, really does come to light. And this one for me, if you've known me for a while, if you've been following for a while, I used to have a community for mom business owners. And community has always been something that I'm super passionate about, even with brief transitions, the underwear. I've always tried to build a community around supporting women in different ways. Even with this podcast, it's what I hope to do as well. So community is something that's very, very big in my heart. And just watching all of the people in each of the villages, they really are a community. They are a family. They come together. They each have their role that they take on, whether it is to get the water or cook the meals or anything else. And they really work together with a lot of joy, I might add. They welcomed us with such open arms and open hearts, and it was really so incredibly special. It's another thing that I will be carrying with me for the rest of my life. But really recognizing and seeing that community is everywhere and it can be everywhere. So making sure that you have that support system for yourself, whatever it looks like. It could be friends, it could be relatives, it could be colleagues, but really knowing that you have other people to lean on, that you have other people to learn from or share things with. It's so important and so special no matter where you are in life. And then the third thing that was a a lesson or an observation for me was around disconnecting. So because we were going to some pretty remote villages, our phones didn't work. There was no service. There was no Wi-Fi or anything. So I really disconnected on this trip. One of the times I I texted my husband, I said, we're not going to have service for a couple days, you know, and then I'll be back and I'll message you when I'm back. And then we ended up staying longer in that village. So I, so I didn't have service for even longer. And it was really just such a reminder of what it's like to be present 
and take in your surroundings and really build relationships with people and form those connections and really, I mean, it's it's going to sound very, such a thought-provoking podcast today, but really just around taking a look at your life and what's going on and are you really present with what you're doing or are you stuck in your technology and your electronics? Granted, I know I'm recording a podcast episode right now that you'll be listening to through your technology and devices. So devices are great for a lot of things, but having this disconnecting time was really so special. And it wasn't even something that I was really, I wasn't planning on it necessarily. I knew maybe there would be times we didn't have our phone, but not having my phone for so many days, it got me in the habit of not using my phone. So I'm trying to practice that now that I'm back, which I realize is very hard because you have patterns in different places, right? So for me, I have patterns and habits when I get back home and how often do I look at my phone? But when I was there, I didn't have anything to do on my phone. I couldn't do anything on my phone. So I wasn't looking at it. I barely even took photos. I let everyone else take the pictures and then they shared them with me afterwards. So it was just something that I really appreciated and I'm going to try to incorporate more into my life here and even just have different uses, different boundaries around when I use my phone, why I use it, how I use it, all of those things. And I'll keep you updated on on how it goes. If you've done this before, please send me all the tips because I'm sure I could use them. It's very different when you're forced into a situation where you have to disconnect versus choosing to disconnect. For me, it feels very different. So I think it'll take a different amount of effort to follow through with it. So anyway, disconnecting was the third one. So gratitude, community, and time to disconnect and be present were such huge things for me on this trip that I really loved so much. I am so deeply grateful for all of them. And they really do translate to everyday life. So some prompts you can ask yourself are, around what am I grateful for today? Who can I lean on in my community for support? And is there a time when I can disconnect? Do I need to be on the phone right now or can I take a break? And all of these things are things that we can carry with us on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, however you wanna incorporate it into your life. For me, just even having this trip and having this feeling will last for a while. I hope it lasts throughout my whole life. And at the same time, I do want to put things in place to make sure I remember these in such a powerful and special way because it really did have such a big impact for me. The other thing I want to mention before I close out today is I referenced earlier that the women walk an hour each way to get water, which is still mind-blowing for me. I mean, I know there's so many parts of the world that don't have access to running water. I've known that for a long time. But when you see it firsthand and you meet these people and you see the effort that they put in and you recognize that they've also been helping to take care of you on your trip and everything, it creates such a different perspective on it all. So for that reason, or because of that, the group that I was traveling with, we decided to all come together 
and start a GoFundMe to help raise money so that we can help that local village install a well for water so that they won't have to walk the hour each way and they'll have direct access. So we created a GoFundMe. I'm super proud of it. Actually, I think it's the first fundraiser that I've really helped to create because I contribute to other people's fundraisers, but I've never really been an organizer for one. But I feel so passionately about this. The lead woman that was helping us so much there, her name is Gadi Kai. She's 43 years old. She's she's only three years older than me. And her life is so different in so many ways. She's the most generous, loving, helpful person. She was just incredible. She is incredible. And she also walks an hour each way to get water. So we started this GoFundMe. I will put the link in the show notes. If you feel called, please donate whatever you would like. Honestly, even a dollar makes a difference. Five dollars makes a difference. Anything that you feel you can contribute, no amount is too small. If we do raise all the funds and if there's extra, it's all of that is also going to the local village. So they will get all of the money from this. I'm really hoping that we can raise the money first for the water well and then anything extra. Like I said, it's it's still going to go to them and they can decide on what their most immediate needs are. But I'm so excited to do this because I really want to help them in any way possible. And this was such an incredible experience to be able to to really feel like you're making such a difference. And this is directly impacting people in a village that took care of us so well and shared so many stories with us and beautiful music. And we just had so much fun with them. So please know that it's going to a very good cause with really amazing people. And we're hoping to go back next year as well. So it it was just so impactful in so many ways. So again, I'll put the link in the show notes. If you feel so called, please make a donation, anything you can. Do not judge yourself that it's not enough. Anything helps, okay? Anything, I promise. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm really glad that I got to share some of this with you. And I look forward to incorporating more about Zimbabwe in future episodes. It was really such a magical time. I hope that whatever you did this summer was really fantastic, that you had fun. If it wasn't so great and you're ready for the next phase, you know, the school year to start or whatever it is, that's okay too. Wherever you are is great. And I'll talk to you again next week. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Brief Transitions podcast. Please help to share this podcast with others by leaving a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. I truly appreciate every single subscribe and review. If you'd like to connect with me further, please find me on Instagram at Brief Transitions or visit brieftransitions.com. Thanks so much and I'll see you next time.